Welcome to Much More Much Year with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Aunt Imagination production. Guys, I am here with Alexander T. Huang. We're going to be talking about something in the woods. Yes. It, it comes out September 6th uh, on demand. Is that right? Yes. And DVDs. Oh, I was going to ask if it was going to be available. So the DVD will be available around the same time? Yes. Yes. Something in the woods is on the surface. It's a basic story about kidnapping. Only it goes horribly wrong as things are wont to do. So we have Nora, she's a journalist, and she's been doing a lot of interviews, a lot of coverage about this disgraced senator. And his oldest daughter takes offense to it, shall we say. So where did this idea come from? How did you come to this? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. The idea came from it's basically the whole movie is a creature feature. Mm-hmm. It's about Wendigo. Um, I read a lot of folklore uh, from every country, and uh, I really wanted to do a uh, Native Indian uh, folklore story. And there's a lot of different stories we have. We have, you know, Bigfoot. We have, you know, werewolves. And Indigo just, just seems so right at this moment it's about someone who's greedy and indigo is is basically he eats eats and never get uh full so he just eats and eats and just destroy destroy the whole ecosystem and i think it's a, a good parallel to what we human do right now so i thought it was a good story but as far as the kidnapping goes how do we put a people into the forest to mm-hmm. make the story more interesting? So we have Nora and the senator's daughter uh, in the story that goes into the woods. And when they are there, they, they meet this uh, horrible, horrible uh, creature. And now they have to defend themselves, help each other and defend themselves from this uh, horrible creature that lives in the woods. Which could also um, draw parallels to to humans and current events. Exactly. You know, kind of that whole, we need to band together against a, a common right. enemy. Well, I thought it was so funny, and you're right, you had to get them in the woods to deal with the, the creature, but Carolyn, the daughter of the senator, I mean, her, her goals, there were no, no good intentions, right? No. She was going to take her into the woods, and she was going to rub her out. You know, she was going to kill her. <laughs> yeah. Here comes this Wendigo, which I love that that's the creature because it's one, like you said, it's one of these tales, these legends that are just kind of horrifying. It, they they move as fast as the wind. They, like you said, they consume and consume and consume and they're never satiated. So I love that that, that was the creature that you chose for the film. And there's a lot of, a lot of little like parallels that you, not to spoil, but it doesn't turn out the way you would hope, let's say. Yeah. And you're right. There's, you know, things happen as the film goes along where the captor turns into the one that is weak. Yes. The one that is at the mercy of the other. So I thought that was a cool little play because Nora comes off in the beginning, uh, Nora the journalist, she comes off at the beginning as just this callous, selfish, self-centered person arrogant yes Mm -hmm. and for her to have that emotion shift where she can actually care for the person who intended to cause her a lot of pain and a lot of suffering right i thought that was a cool cool topic 
on in the midst of there's a horrible creature trying to kill you and eat you. <laughs> right. Thank you. Um, I mean, if you look at the character Nora or Carolyn, they're not really a bad people, but their circumstances of how they grew up or how they want to be popular, that, mm -hmm. that's what changes them. I mean, that's where the, the, the greed comes from. I mean, Nora's greed, I'm sorry, Nora, the reporter's greed is she wants to be one of the most popular reporter in the, you know, in the world. Um, and Carolyn is just all about money and herself. Um, mm -hmm. Then there's the third one, the monster, Wendigo, who just wants to eat, basically never gets full. So if you look at the whole movie, all three, three characters are just greedy, you know, throughout the whole movie. But at one point, the human characters have to realize what they are and they have to change in order to survive. But mm -hmm. do they? Mm -hmm. Or don't they? I you gotta watch the movie. <laughs> gotta watch the movie. Right. We we do not do spoilers here on this show. Not at all. We'll we'll give all you right. hint, we'll mm -hmm. give you tidbits, but we're not gonna tell you. You have to watch it yourself. And, but I love that. That I mean, that's absolutely true. The core concept is greed yes. and how it how it's uh, destroying them. Yes. The, the Wendigo is unscathed. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, you know, as a society, I, you know, I, I bring this up again, but as a society, I, I believe we are somewhat greedy. I mean, when is enough? You know, even us, my wife, like, hey, do we need this? Do we want this? You know, we think about this, but there's people out there who is just wants everything selfish, arrogant, and I think that's what movies all about. You know, you can be that, you know, if you do that, you're going to end up harming yourself, basically. Yeah, absolutely. It, it'll be your downfall. Exactly. Exactly. I wanted to ask, where was this filmed? Because it's gorgeous. Uh, we shot in Washington. Um, you know, I live in California, but California is a desert. I mean, unless you go to Yosemite, they got beautiful trees and all that. But I wanted to shoot away. We shot this during a uh, pandemic. So we wanted to go where there's nobody, basically. So one of the area, it was uh, Washington. Um, we were able to find a cabin, middle of nowhere, no mm -hmm. signal. We had electricity, but no cell signal, nothing, no, no TV, uh, anything like that. So we shot just around there and there were lakes, there's rivers. Uh, you just walk out and, you know, drive five minutes. There's, there's just gorgeous forests and the snow and uh, uh, it, it just, just totally different environment than what I'm used to. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to see, I mean, I shot a lot of movies in California, but I wanted to see something different, different kind of environment. So that's what we shot in Washington. Kind of, kind of hard to, to film something in the woods, in the desert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, California is great. Right now it's 105. It's, we're having a heat wave. Um, but you're, you're right. It's, it's just to totally different kind of environment when you stepped in to Washington. One of my actresses um, who play uh, Carolyn, she didn't want to go there because the, the weather is cold, it's rainy. But once we got there, she she goes, 
God, this is the most gorgeous place she ever been to as far as the mountain and forest. And she had fun. She had fun shooting in the just middle of nowhere, you know, with a bunch of trees and the water just uh, flowing right next to, you know, next to her. So she had a great time. We all had a great time. Well, it's gorgeous. And you're right. It is a definitely, I'm in Florida and it's hot and humid. So I would love to be where it's cold and rainy <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> just the look of it. And um, I love that you said there, there was no cell signal or television. So you were like immersed. It was, we're filming we're breaking to eat, we're filming, we're gonna look at what we filmed. And it's like, everything was about the film. No distractions like that, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, we were, there was only five people basically. As I said, it was shot during the pandemic. I didn't wanna take a whole bunch of crew. Uh, two of the actors, uh, I was lucky enough, they were actually acting and also help as a crew member. They were great. Uh, Dakota and Robbie. Um, and we had a producer, Pat, who helped with everything else. Then we had uh, two ladies, two actresses, uh, Nicole and Vienna. It, we were just family. Like you said, we got up, looked through what we needed to shoot today. Uh, we shot, came home, came back to cabin. We cooked, you know, uh, you know, they were doing their things. I was reviewing the shots. So it, it was just uh, like a family affair for six, seven days. Wow, that and that's a short shoot, but I bet not having those distractions really helped to streamline it. Right. Now, I, know, I know you're a you're a cinematographer as well. Did you do a lot of the cinematography on this? I, I Yes, I shot most of it. Because it was a short shoot uh, shoot day, we, we only had six, seven days, as I said, uh, because I know the story, because mm -hmm. I was working the camera. I think it just moved a lot faster than the, what we thought. Um, instead of waiting for DP and the gaffer to set up uh, set up things, uh, we just said me just setting up the shot because I know how I was, I was gonna edit in my head and we were shooting really fast. We shot mostly from, we got up at eight, uh, we were out on the mountain by nine and we were done by four. Yeah, wow. yeah, each day. Uh, only thing difference is, is is that when it rains, we have to switch around the days. Hey, we're mm -hmm. gonna shoot this today, but it's raining, so let's shoot that tomorrow. The the weather says it's gonna be clear, so that's how we were shooting. Right, the weather does mess with the continuity, doesn't it? No, no, no. But we were lucky. Um, yeah, there were some shots that was raining. Uh, we shot during the rain, but it wasn't pouring, which was great, and. Uh, <clears throat> If you, you know, if you see the movie, the audience, um, all the interior shots were shot during the uh, rainy day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that I think that's really cool that you could get it all out. And like you said, you already have it in your head that I want it to look like this, this, this. And I know that I need to do this, this and this. So it'll come out as close to the way I want it to as possible and save yourself a little heartache during the editing. Right. Right. I think we did one pickup shoot in California after we came back. We saw the whole thing, <laughs> the very first draft. And my wife goes, it's not that scary. <laughs> and it's not that action packed. I'm like, oh, no. So we re-edited and we had to add a few more things. But she goes, oh, wow, much better. Just changing little things. Uh, she likes it now. But um, 
yeah, it's, it, it goes fast. And that knowing what, how you're going to do it and how you're going to shoot, it goes fast and faster. But mm -hmm. because of that, once in a while, you miss something, you know? You shoot everything on the script, but when you look at it later, you edit it, go, we need something else, you know? So, yeah. Or your wife comes in and tells you you need something else. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, she she's a producer in this movie, uh, uh, Katie. And... I, I trust her tremendous, tremendously. Uh, before I got, you know, we we were married. She had no idea about filmmaking, and now she watches the movie, going, "Wow, I I could tell that CGI, that's fake, that's real." It? <laughs> it's funny, yeah. Well, that's awesome though that you guys have that that thing, you know, that you can enjoy and do together. I think that's pretty cool. A lot of a lot. Of don't have things in common that, that that they can share that you can sit at the dinner table and talk, talk about. That's pretty cool. Right. So it is it's kind of funny. As I said, she didn't know anything about filmmaking or care about filmmaking. I don't think she even watched a lot of movies uh, before uh, she married me. But now, I mean, we'll go watch movies. But uh, she read all the scripts that I write or, you know, that was given to me. Then she's the one who say, hey, this needs a female point of view. This this story is great, but it needs to be written by a woman instead of a guy. Uh, so she she has a lot of good inputs. So when this week came up to something in the woods, and as you know, two main characters are female, and I was calling a couple of people about writing this, and she goes, "You need a female writer for this," and uh, we got to talk to Deanna Gomez, who's the writer of the movie. And uh, she came out with something really awesome. Yeah. yeah. That is amazing. Now, does your wife have issues with the type of films that you make? Is she like, hun, this is really gross or anything like that? Or is she just gung-ho? She loves it. In the beginning, she goes, oh, too much blood, uh, too much this. Now she goes, I, I think you need more blood in this one. Uh, or she goes, ah. Uh, we need something more dramatic in this scene, uh, more disturbing. No, she, she gets into it now. She gets oh, into it. Yeah. That's cool. You either you either ruined her or <laughs> made her wonderful. <laughs> exactly. So, no, as I said, I uh, trust uh, trust her tremendously with the, any of the story that it was either given to me or what I'm writing. And she's good at story editing. Uh, she, does, she doesn't think she is, but she's really good at story editing also i know we said that something in the woods will be out september 6th on yes. demand and shortly after that it'll be available on dvd is there a website that people can go and pre-order or get more information about the film right now on yes if you want to pre-order the movie um you could go itunes apple tv and it's discounted price at ten dollars so you could order it right now um even though it comes out on september 6th after, after September 6th, it'd be on Amazon, it'd be on uh, Google Play, DirecTV, uh, most of the VOD platform. Okay. Alex, what is your website that people can follow? Oh, just follow me on Facebook. That's where I put all, uh, and Instagram. Instagram, they, I, if they put Alaki Huang, H-W-A-N-G, they could find me. Okay. They could find me Twitter. They could find me everywhere. Just put my name on Google. Okay, perfect. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Alex T. Huang. I wanted to say Uncorked Entertainment 
Com. You can find information on the film as well. Yes, yes. So that's awesome. So what is up next for you guys? What What's in the world? So September is really busy. We shot another movie during pandemic. Uh, was it last year? Year before that, when mm -hmm. pandemic just started. Um, it's a apocalyptic science fiction Ooh. thriller slash drama, and it's premiering in uh, Man's Chinese Theater. Okay. Or, or TCL Chinese Theater now, uh, not not this Sunday, but on 11th at 7.30 p.m. On top of that, so that'll be released soon. Okay. And um, uh, there was another one. <laughs> and uh, Something in the Wood is another big thing. And I have another movie that I shot, an extra movie about six, seven years ago. We rehanced the whole audio and the color, and it's called Prey in Cold Blood. Ooh. And that'll be coming on Amazon Prime and Tubi and the other VOD platform very soon again. It, sh it looks like September is shaping up to be very, very busy for you. Yes, yes. And in October, we are shooting a huge uh, action movie called Bang Bang Betty. Nice. Uh, also written by Deanna Gomez. And it, it, and a lot of actors are a, a famous upcoming Hip hop artists. Um, it's gonna be a fun movie. Blows and guns, you know, with drugs and all that stuff. So, so that's gonna be a fun movie and fun shoot. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing more from you because this film was creepy, but also, like we said before, that that human element, those parallels that we can draw from the or Wendigo, the the consumption and the the never being satisfied. That's something that I think a lot of people need to open their eyes about because we as humans are, we're acting like these, these monsters in the woods sometimes with, right. with things. So I love it. Alex, I wish that everyone could go and check you out. You said Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Alex T. Huang. You can also go to Uncorked Entertainment, Apple TV, pre-order something in the woods. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And thank you. Thanks for having me and have a great Labor Day weekend. Oh, and thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a wonderful night. Uh, you too. Bye-bye.